wrestling fanatics, welcome to the Queen's Takeover. Thank you for joining us as we take over the podcast world. It's your girl Kat, aka the Texas Sports Queen. We also have the Carolina Boss Lady Kayla. Hello. And our resident adjuster, Jolie. Sup? Oh, another week. We got people having new W life in the WWE. Uh, we got title switching hands, so definitely a lot going on this week, but... To start things off, we got a full house with us today. It's more than just your lovely trio. First of all, we do have a special guest with us. Uh, he is one of the co-hosts of the Smack Raw podcast. Let's welcome Sebastian. Hello. Welcome, hey guys, Sebastian. How are we? How is everybody doing today? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Just chilling. All right. So we kind of have a little bit of a tradition here on the show. If you're new to the show, this is your first time on. We usually like to kind of start out with this question and everything. So how did you become the wrestling fan that you are today? What got you started? Uh, I was nine years old, and my grand- grandfather watched it. And uh, I lived with him and my grandmother growing up for the most part. And uh, I just seen Goldberg out of all people when I was it. <laughs> so, it was old theory, so. Oh, yeah. wow. Goldberg, Goldberg, of all people, to get you going. Yeah. That's pretty much <laughs> I started. Been watching. Well, I took a little break in, like, 2010. But other than that, that's about it. Been a fan ever since. Nice. Nice. And then we also have an old friend of the show who's back, who just couldn't stay away from us for too long. Hi, Casey. Well, thank you for having me back on again. I'm always uh, happy to be a guest on the podcast. It is a uh, wonderful podcast to be a part of. Aw, thank you. I'm just glad we didn't scare you off. <laughs> All right, so let's get this show started. And how about we get some predictions done? So, all right, so we got the next um, The next pay-per-view is Backlash. As of right now, there's only five uh, official matches. So let's go through each of those and then let's see Let's kind of fantasy book a lot of this a little bit. Okay, so one that was just recently made was Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus, and this has been going on for a while. Things with the accident didn't help. So, Sebastian, let's let's uh, kick this over to you first. Uh, who do you see on this one coming out with a win? Uh, I gotta say, Jeff. It'd be odd for, especially the way to how the story's play, played out for Sheamus to get the win. I feel like with the story they're given. It makes sense for the baby face to kind of redeem himself a little bit. All right. Cool, cool, cool. All right, Casey? Oh, Jeff, of course. Now, (laughs) I did want to put something in uh, while we're talking about this because I thought the the angle last week was in very, very poor taste, being that, you know, they were playing off of Jeff's substance issues and, you know, things of that nature. It really reminded me of the old Legion of Doom angle where Hawk fell off the Titan Tron. I think that was a little before my time. <laughs> That's okay, but it, as your uh, as your resident historian, I had to put that out there. <laughs> okay, thank you, thank you for that. And yeah, we were kind of brought that up last week. I know, uh, I know, Kayla had a big issue with that as well. All right. Well, speaking of Kayla, hey, so who do you who do you got winning this match, girl? Um, like Sebastian stated, along way the um storyline right now going with Jeff um and Seamus, um the way they're bringing up his uh you know past and his history and the storyline, 
Um, I definitely have to go with Jeff because I think this would be a good win for him against Jameis. Alrighty. Jester? Honestly, I think this could be a uh, double countout or uh, disqualification leading to a longer set of matches, but um, if there's going to be a straight line winner, it should be Jeff because of the fact that Sheamus has been bullying the entire return of Jeff Hardy. I mean, he... Poor Michael Cole just gets assaulted by everybody. Mm -hmm. He needs Nikki Cross to protect him. Nikki Cross is this should be the protector of the Michael Coles. I mean, I <laughs> totally agree with you, Jolie. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't blame them. I mean, I hated when my, Michael Cole was the heel, so I'm kind of glad he's more of a face commentator. But I just can't stand Corey Graves either. So it's just like, fuck. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, if if it doesn't, if the storyline ends here, Jeff should get the win. But if they feel like they need to put the storyline, drag it out a little bit further, um, I could see it be a double countout or a disqualification. Alrighty. Now, um, I definitely see Jeff kind of picking up the win and everything, but I'm going to put this out there again. I need a hacker exclusive on what happened with that damn accident. I need the hacker to show up. Mustafa Ali, I know it's you. So I need... The hacker to show up, show us what happened with the accident, who's truly responsible. Is it a Seamus? Jeff will whip his ass. If, if it's somebody else, Jeff will get him later. But I need a hacker exclusive on this, like ASAP. This is driving me nuts. <sighs> totally All right. agree. Yeah. All righty. So next up, we got the Raw Women's Championship. We have Asuka defending against Miss Naya. I cannot be careful to save my life, Jax. Alright, so let's see here. Uh, Kayla, I'll start with you on this one. Uh, who do you got for the win? Asuka. Plain and simple. Um, I really don't see her losing the title after you know, just now getting it from Becky Lynch. Um, I think she's going to reign a little bit with it. Um, and as far as Nia Jax, I don't think she's the one to be the one to take it from Asuka. So, Empress of Tamara all the way. Alrighty. Sebastian, who you got? Yeah, I agree. Oscar. Um, I don't see any reason to take it off, especially to give it to Nia, Nia Jax. I don't see any like possible feuds for Nia right now. Um, and the way they, Becky herself put Oscar over when giving her the belt, it just wouldn't make sense for her not to at least win a few title matches. Exactly. And before I go to the other two, let me ask you this. Uh, how, are you, how do you feel about as far as like with Naya and everything as far as like her being like unsafe? Is she unsafe? Is she a liability in the ring? Stuff yeah, like that? She's a, yeah, she's unsafe. Um, yeah, I, I'm not one of these guys that uh, say let's get her fired and all that. But I think it's really evident that she does need some training, um, whatever, they, whatever I take choose. But I mean, the history is there. Mm -hmm. the, the list I mean you can name off five or six different names that, in the past two years and you gotta think Nia's been injured from some of that time too right uh, I mean, it's a long list alright Jolie yeah no if they give it to Nia Jax it's just gonna be a slap in the face of the legacy that Becky had bestowed onto 
picked Asuka. Becky handpicked Asuka to be the next Raw Women's Championship uh, champion. So Niability needs to uh, go to NXT or AEW. <laughs> I don't care. Because honestly, I would honestly, and I, and I am not an AEW fan. This has been well documented. But honestly, I think a, a Nia Jax versus um, Nyla Rose match would be be a very interesting match. Now, here's that that's just my line of thinking. So, uh, just that way, we because apparently they they've been saying that uh, Nyla has been very dangerous in ring, and I heard people call her Nyla ability, and I was like, "What the hell is going on?" That's our word. Stop stealing our shit, people. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, no, I am I am uh, all for Asuka for retaining. I want the one rumor to be true um, with uh, a certain call-up to Raw to interfere in the match and beat the ever-holy hell out of Nia Jax. Wait a minute. And that rumor is that um, Io Shirai will be joining the Raw locker room and possibly me creating a stable with Kyrie and Asuka, and they're just whooping the shit out of Niability. <laughs> I don't want that to happen yet. I really want her to win tomorrow. But whatever happens, she happens can, at this rate. She can win tomorrow. She could definitely win tomorrow. You know I want her to win. Actually, I don't care who wins. I, I, we all win in that match. I swear there's no match on that card that we, ha- we don't win as fans. And the only ones that say we don't win are the jackasses like Mark Red Believer, you know, that is anti-everything at the moment, apparently. And, um, but like, you know, that card is stacked from top to bottom. Yeah, that's going to be crazy. So the the fans win with NXT TakeOver in your house. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. All right, Casey. Who you, who oh, you got Asuka for the all day. Asuka all, all day. Yeah, all day, every day. This one, this one's clear, clear down the middle and everything. And I want Bianca Belair in this title mat, title picture eventually. This is getting ridiculous. I uh, see you lost me there. <laughs> oh, you're not a Bianca fan? No, not really. Love ah. her husband. He's fucking awesome. But <laughs> you know. No, not uh, not a big fan of Bianca. Okay, all right. I think she's talented as hell, though. So uh, I'm not taking anything away from her, but oh. just not my cup of tea. Okay, good to know. Good to know. All right. So next we got the Universal Championship: Braun Strowman uh, versus in a, uh, the Miz and John Morrison in a handicap match. Why these two thought they were going to pre- practical jokes and get away with it was beyond me. <laughs> but um as far as like a winner for this match and everything i don't I, I cannot see braun losing this match that's just that's just me i cannot see him losing this match sebastian who you got uh braun um the only thing is i think there's a small chance just because we haven't seen the thing in a month, and it seems like that story isn't over. So who knows? The Fiend might screw Braun. Who knows? But I, I don't think it'll happen. I'm going Braun. All righty. Uh, let's see. Casey, who you got? Well, let's see. I have to agree with Sebastian on this one because I don't see Braun losing the title. 
And plus, I don't see how these two, uh, I, I love Miz and Morrison. Don't get me wrong. They're one of my favorite tag teams, but I don't see these guys splitting this universal title at all, <laughs> unless they're going to cut the son bitch in half. Like, like Cole did back when? <laughs> uh, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, basically, unless you're going to make it look like the hardcore championship from the nineties, uh, they ain't going to split that title. <laughs> Alrighty, Jolly. This could be a swerve where we get Ms. Morrison breaking up. Um, but yeah, no, I actually kind of agree with Sebastian on the uh, fiend uh, making a uh, appearance, and either costing or potentially costing him. Like you know, Braun somehow powers out and pins both of them at the same time, so it's a clear cut win. But the only reason why we haven't seen The Fiend is because he has a fiendish dick and he had another kid. <laughs> I didn't even know she was pregnant. <laughs> nope. Um, nope. I didn't even know. Like he, he didn't even take paternity leave. They usually allow them to have like, the, fir- the, the month right before the birth to, give, to go out. So like no one knew. This was... It was literally <laughs> not... What was it? A year since the son was born? I think. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's close to being Irish twins. <laughs> my, my sister's first two kids were kind of back-to-back also, so... Craziness, craziness. But, yeah. I mean, it's like that one popped up and everything. And actually, in the picture when she was pregnant and everything, he's actually walking around with, in a, with a cane and his knee wrapped up, so I don't even know if he's injured. I think he might be injured, too, so I have no idea, but... Guess we'll see what happens on that front. Kayla, who you got on the win? Uh, we'll go back up to the feed. I can kind of, it was kind of out of the blue. Like I just happened to see on Instagram that JoJo was pregnant, uh, had another baby. And uh-huh. like I said, like we said, it was like, whoa, when was she pregnant? <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, um, Miz and Morrison, I do like what they got going with them. Um, I think them trying to play jokes on Braun is kind of funny, but it backfired. Like, guys, don't play the joke on the monster because he knows what you're doing. Um, But I do not see Miz and Morrison being able to get it. Um, Like Casey has said, you're not going to be able to split a title unless you sit there and bring in another Damien Sandown and Miz has one belt and Morrison carries the paper belt around. Um, But no, definitely Braun Strowman retains the universal title. Alrighty. Now, these last two matches, these are going to be interesting, and I know there's going to be probably be some discussion on all these. So, we got the WWE title match, Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. Drew's been winning over the crowd. There's been some backstage uh, stuff about uh, MVP's role in all this now. So, this one's, this one's kind of a toss-up and everything. So, Sebastian, who do you got? I got Drew. Um, it's not the most confident answer. Um, I don't see any reason to take the belt off Drew now. He just got it. The way he beat Brock, so, I mean, he did it in five minutes. Who's the last person to do that to Brock? Um, but at the same time, you know, there's these, there's these rumors going around that Bobby's going to win. And two, how many times have we seen dissension in a group, kind of like Lana is right now, kind of, Causing that trouble, and then when the pay-per-view comes, Lana double-crosses and kind of 
makes Bobby win. You know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, I could see that happening. I hope that's not the case. Uh, I think Drew's too talented to not have more than a two-month title reign at least. Uh, and he worked so hard for it. He deserves it. So I'm hoping Drew, but it's not that confident. All right. Oh, no, it's like I definitely want Drew to win and everything too. Uh, part of me feels like whatever happens, this is not going to be the end of it between these two because I know that uh, everything might be steering towards Bobby Lashley getting a title run. But um, but as far as like picking an actual winner, I got to go Drew on this one. Jolie? Um, I, I will definitely say Drew deserves to keep the title for a little bit longer. Um, I don't, I mean, like I said, the previous, like, you know, I wouldn't mind them trading the title back and forth. You know, it's been stationary on one person for so long. Like at first it was, it was Seth and then it was Brock and then it was Seth and then it was Brock. And it's like, it needs to be, I, I always liked when the title changed hands and didn't just sit stagnant. And I do feel that Bobby Lashley deserves the title. So I, I kind of also agree with, with whoever brought up the Lana thing. I mean, as much as we hate her, she's a conniving bitch. And, you know, she feels double-crossed by Bobby and MVP. So maybe she will them over so it, it, it'll definitely it's definitely not ending at backlash all right so drew wins but the story is far from over because there are rumors are saying that when um if and when bobby wins the title brock is going to come back and face him and possibly lose to put bobby over so We'll see what happens there. If Brock comes back, he better lose. I don't want another boring-ass title run with him and Paul Heyman. Hell no. I love Heyman. I don't care who... You know, that's why I'm surprised Bobby didn't go with is, is Heyman. You, if you want a mouthpiece, Heyman's the perfect person, not Leo Rush. <laughs> I totally um, have to agree with Joe Lee right there. Because if you... Like you said, if you want a mouthpiece, Paul Heyman is where it's at. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter the fact that like you know he's supposed to be a, a a heel. It doesn't matter that he's talking about Brock Lesnar. You go to any arena that is packed to the gills, and he comes out, and they will say verbatim what he says with him. Paul Heyman is probably we, the one of the most beloved icons in the wrestling mm-hmm. world, especially in Philadelphia, especially in New York City. Like he is just, yes. But he is just. But when you think of ECW, you think of Philadelphia, and you think of New York City. Mm -hmm. So it's like he he's he's just that icon, and he is just beloved. And if you want a manager, it's kind of like Shayna needs Heyman. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, if she got. In, like, I know this is a little bit off topic, but I just want to bring this up real quick because we're talking about Heyman. If Shayna got Heyman to be her mouthpiece, how fucking deadly, more deadly would she be? That's a good point. 
That's that's definitely a good point about that. Hmm. Interesting. Paul, hire me. <laughs> All right. All right, Casey, All right, since you spoke up and everything, who you got winning the match? I got Drew going over Bobby Lashley because of two things. Drew right. fought his way out of fucking three-man band to come back and be the world champion. So... If you can get your way out of three-man band and, uh, you know, you know, quit jobbing with guys like Heath Slater, uh, you obviously have a future in that business. Right. And the reason Bobby doesn't need it is because Bobby already won the title in TNA. You know, he don't need another, he don't need a WWE title ring. Now, this is, you know, personal opinion, but I don't, I don't really see the, I don't really see what Bobby's got going for him when it comes to having a, a title on his waist. You know, what's he going to have? Just uh, you going to have that white chick just running her mouth and pissed off about something? Well, well, um, they did bring out this week and everything that that's kind of why um, in, they brought MVP from a producer back on screen and everything, because they do want him as a, as a mouthpiece for Bobby for an eventual title run and everything. So, and, and he's, well, def he's definitely got the stick, mouth for it. Stick him with the intercontinental title first. And, wrong uh, show, buddy. <clears throat> wrong show, wrong show. Well, uh, okay, fine. stick him with the U.S. title then and let him work his way up. Because I don't see the, I don't see him having a, a world title run. It just, I don't think it's in the cards for him. All righty. Kayla. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give you a spoiler and not a prediction. Drew McIntyre will retain the WWE Championship. However, the storyline and feud between him and Lashley is far from over. So that is a spoiler, not a prediction. All right, Ms. Taman. <laughs> Alrighty, so last match on the card that's official as of now is what everyone's predicting to be the greatest wrestling match ever. <laughs> Sebastian, I see. I'm coming to you first on this. I'm coming to you first. So we have Edge, Randy Orton, uh, round two. Sebastian, take it away. The fact that they call this the greatest wrestling match ever just blows my mind. The way they've done this, um, I'm going Edge. I want half of me wants to go Randy though, um, just because I feel like there's a story that you could tell with Edge trying to get the feel back for how good he was and all that. Because that's the story they're going for. Here, does Edge still got it? Mm -hmm. um, but so that'd be fun to dive into. But I I still think they're going to go. Uh, Happy, feel good story here, and have Edge win again. Alrighty, Kayla. Oh, and, and this will not be oh. the greatest wrestling match ever. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, they need to stop with that for real. Oh. Yeah, it's like they they came out with a collection for a reason. Those are great wrestling matches. This just on an ordinary pay per view. I don't know why, but whatever. It's whatever at this point. All right, Kayla, who do you got? Um, to be honest with you, I kind of bounce back and forth with this one. Um, 
like I said, I like kind of seeing Orton and Edge go back and back right now with each other. Um, I am a big fan of them. Um, Edge and Orton was up there for me when uh, wrestling um, came into the picture for me. Mm-hmm. Um, can I say this is going to be the last match we see of Orton and Edge? Probably not. Um, but I definitely got the rated R superstar beating Orton. Alrighty, Casey. Now, first of all, I have to agree with Sebastian on the fact that uh, this is not going to be the greatest wrestling match ever. Because if you want to talk about greatest wrestling matches ever, let's talk about the 60-minute broadways that Ric Flair used to do at Ricky Steamboat or Ric Flair versus Harley Race for the NWA title. Now, that being said, I've got Edge going over Orton, which... Kind of breaks my heart because Orton is from my hometown. I love being from St. Louis. I love the fact that Orton's from the 314, but uh, I think Edge has got it. All right. Uh, Jolie. Edge and Orton, the greatest match ever. They only wanted to do this to put Randy in that fucking greatest showman poster that's it that's it that's the only reason why they're doing it um i think it's going to be a very technical match i think it might be a good match we'll see if they can live up to the height of greatest um i'm actually going to go away from everybody else and i feel that randy is going to win leading to a possible rubber match at SummerSlam. Only because these two gentlemen right now have probably some of the best promos, some of the best in-ring chemistry, and I don't think that Edge is ready to um, go against anybody else at the moment. You know, I think his next feud should be against the... uh, Monday Night Tiny Balls, you know, going back to his their Twitter feud. So I think that would be an interesting, but I don't think they're ready for that yet. So honestly, I feel that Randy beats Edge, but, you know, it's some underhanded way. And so the next will be like, I don't know, an Iron Man match. I would, I would actually honestly love to see those two in an Iron Man match, just because I think at their age, they're some of the only two that actually probably still could do an Iron Man match and not be winded after two minutes or covered in sweat like Lesnar or Lashley, which is like, do they sweat on cue? Like, seriously, they're like, Puddles in the ring after like two minutes. <laughs> I don't get it. I, I do agree though that Rollins and Edge is next. Um, I think it's really telling that Rollins is doing these hostage situations. And you brought up the Twitter feud. You can go back further than that and go back to when Cena brought back the forty. When so. I think there's something going on there. Uh, eventually, he's going to do it, and Edge is going to come out to save whoever it is. So, yeah, I think that's the next feud we're going to see for Edge. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely there's definitely some history between those two, and it's like in, in, in Sebastian kind of like a backstory history and everything. Uh, Jolie's not a big fan of Seth, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could kind of tell about how she referenced them. So. <laughs> Alrighty, so I love Edge. I really love Edge. I'm so glad he came back. Um, I was there at the Rumble when he came back, and so it was awesome to witness. But in reference to this match, only because I suspect a trilogy, um, I'm predicting Randy Orton, even though he's getting on my lap damn nerves smack him upside his head what is it with missouri men sorry casey <laughs> oh man <laughs> but well, yeah what? we are the wild-eyed southern boys and uh we are uh knuckleheads too so when it comes to missouri uh we don't fuck around <laughs> Well, it's funny because it's like I'm, we got two southern guys on here and everything because it's like uh, Sebastian, you're, you said you're from Kentucky, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I was going to say you're either from Kentucky or Tennessee. I can tell by the draw, brother. Kentucky. So okay, so as of right now, there's only five matches. There's a whole other week of programming to go on and everything. So we do know that more is going to get added to this card. It's just you just can't clean this off at five matches and everything. So, Sebastian, um, based on everything that's been going on, storylines, feuds, back and forth, and everything, what, what matches do you see getting added? Uh, I think it's possible you see an Otis Corbin rematch given their non-finish Friday. Um, I think you could see a Aleister Black, Seth Rollins rematch. We've still not seen a clean finish really from them without shenanigans. And, uh, I mean, let's face it, Seth Rollins is going to be on the card. That just makes the most sense. <laughs> uh, I think with the title change we had Friday and the Iconics kind of being in this little picture. Anders history, you can throw back. They even did the line on the floor crying skit after. I think you could have the Iconics versus Blitz, Bliss and Cross versus Banks and Bailey for the tag titles. And of course the Street Profits, Viking Raiders maybe, if they finish their series. Yeah, the, the Cap one's next. I wonder how that's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Kayla, what do you see being added? Um, probably with some of the build-up, I could probably see the Raw Tag Team titles uh, between Street Profits and Viking Raiders. I'm ready for them to see, I'm ready to see them in the ring again because I'm tired of bowling. I mean, what's next? Hockey? I mean, I mean, I'm tired of the sports. We get it, you know. Um, but um, definitely that match. Um, kind of agree with the Sebastian a little bit with, Maybe Alistair and Seth. Seth will somehow get himself on the title card somehow. Uh, match card somehow. Um, yeah, you know how I feel about the Iconics. I won't mention that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I probably do have to agree with him as well as that. Um, somehow there'll probably be a triple threat match. But like I said, Iconics get the titles back. I will riot big time. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. Yes, uh, we know. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> all right, all right. Jolie, what you got? 
I could possibly see um, maybe Mandy and Sonya getting added due to the fact that, you know, they're still going back and forth with that. Uh-huh. Definitely agree with the tag titles um, for Raw. I don't know about the tag titles for SmackDown. I mean, they're just sitting there, so I don't know what's going on there. Um, Otis Corbin, I can see that happening. And maybe Apollo versus uh, Andrade rematch. Yeah, that, that, one, that could definitely be in the works. Casey? Well, let's see. I can I could totally see the uh the Street Profits coming in against the Viking Raiders because those two those two teams they just have undeniable chemistry in the ring. They really do. Especially when you got a guy like uh you know, when you got a big guy like uh I I can't remember his name right off the but uh Ivar. Ivar, thank you. Yeah, when you got a big guy like Ivar that's, you know, 300 pounds and could do a cartwheel, you know, that's uh, that's a guy you need to keep an eye on right there. And, I mean, come on, Montez Ford coming off the top rope. I haven't seen a frog splash that good since Rob Van Dam. And then, and yeah, that's a high compliment for me because I love me some Rob Van Dam. Ah. And I totally see some Alistair... Uh, Versus Seth Rollins coming in there as well, because I just want to see Alistair lift him up with his foot and kick him right in his mouth. <laughs> you know, that Monday night moron. <laughs> oh, I think that's a unanimous on that one. I'm the only one <laughs> and, that enjoys uh, Seth. Jeez. Huh? I'm the only one that enjoys Seth right now, man. Oh no, I, I, <laughs> dude! I think Seth is doing great heel work, but you know. I'm, the I fact think this that, is the know, most interesting Seth Rollins has ever been as far as character work. Uh, I was the S.H.I.E.L.D. guy, but yeah, well, I'll give you that. Out, but like as far as a solo kind of main, because even in the S.H.I.E.L.D. he was kind of back, you know, Roman, everybody was looking at Roman. But like right. as far as leading the group and all that, I mean, Seth is, I think he's doing really good stuff right now. Yeah, he's, he's doing great because I'll tell you what, the way uh, the way Seth is right now, he reminds me of a David Koresh in wrestling. That's and, a hell of a uh, reference. <laughs> I, I knew I knew you'd get it, Kat. <laughs> well, dumb from uh, Texas, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> you know what Waco stood for? We ain't coming out. <laughs> but uh, then on uh, on a couple of other ones there, uh, if we're going to talk about the. Uh, the women's tag title match, I really think Bailey and Saucer are going to use some backstage uh, politics to keep the belts on them for a while. Alrighty. Oh, I think y'all hit just about every damn possibility and everything, because it's like, yeah, I see Cruz and, yeah, Cruz and Andrade, Alistair and Seth, because that finish wasn't clean. Uh, I definitely see Mandy and Sonya possibly, and yeah, Viking Raiders and Street Profits need to settle this once and for all. Don't get Bianca involved; she'll she'll light a fire under Montez and Hawk, uh, Dawkins, but get him back in the ring. <laughs> all right, so let's... picture this: picture this. What? Bianca gets involved. Out comes Sarah. 
I've been waiting for that forever. If they're actually going to pull that off, I have no idea. But I, I, I've been, wa- I wanted that for the like the longest time. But that would be that would be a great way to bring her back and, you know, have her first feud be against Bianca, since they're still feuding together with them. I agree with Jolie because this is a perfect way to get her disassociated from the Riot Squad and let everybody have their own career and you know go their own ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's like even before she got released and everything, I was like always thinking like she needs a she needs a hook up with the Viking Raiders and work that and everything. But unfortunately, it didn't happen. But hopefully, fingers crossed, uh, WWE gets it together and brings her back. All right, so Sebastian, before we cut, uh, before you get on out of here and everything, why don't you uh, tell us some uh, more about your podcast and everything? Like, when can we catch it? Where can we catch it? Uh, yeah, um, as she said earlier, um, Smatterall Podcast is the name. Um, we got a pretty diverse group. We have seven people. We have uh, me from Kentucky. We have a North Carolina guy, a couple of Chicago ones, um, a Detroit guy, New York, uh, Ohio. Um, well, even before we had a guy from the UK on, he's no longer with us. But you know, ah. uh, so we're pretty we're pretty spread out. We do every show. We do a Monday Night Raw recap. It's basically a recap show for Monday Night SmackDown, um, NXT, AEW. We got two different teams for Wednesday nights. We throw so much stuff in. Every once in a while, we'll do a throwback. Uh, Vince, one of our Chicago guys, he's working on kind of like a game show type thing for us to start doing. It's really cool. We did a test round a couple of weeks ago. Uh, as far as where you can find us, I mean, basically everywhere. We're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, um, Podbean. I mean, just about anywhere you can find your podcast at. You can guess um, YouTube, of course. Mm-hmm. So, And, of course, we're now exclusive to uh, Wrestling News World. Uh, as a Money in the Bank, we've been dealing with them, and that's worked out great. We're having a great time working with them. So <laughs> that's awesome, and it's also great to work with kind of like a diverse group because it's like, I mean, it's like I'm in Texas, uh, Kayla's actually in South Carolina, and uh, Jolie's up in Delaware, and everything. So it's like, it's like all kind of all like little triangle of the country going on here, and everything. <laughs> yeah. No, it's definitely well. But um, Sebastian, thank you so much for coming on. We definitely, ha- I def- we definitely had a good time uh, having you on and everything. And uh, you'll definitely be seeing one of us or maybe all of us in the future on your show, man. Yeah, I mean, we're always looking for people to just jump in. So uh, message us anytime. All right, we'll do. Thanks, man. Yeah, have a good one. You too, man. Bye. Bye. So we're not doing the electric chair today. <laughs> No, no, no. No one's getting gestures chair. No one's in the gestures chair today. <laughs> Damn. That's the best part about the podcast. You got something up your sleeve, bud? I take that as a no. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> nah, it's like, uh, nah, we'll do gestures chair of... Probably start throwing someone in there next week and everything. But yeah, well, next time we have you on, we'll put you. We'll we'll definitely get you involved with it somehow. Throwing somebody oh, in, of course. <laughs> you know I love going into the electric chair. I did good the first time. I'll do good again. <laughs> or who knows? We who knows? You may be able to put someone in it yourself. <laughs> I'd rather get zapped. <laughs> ah. 
Okay, good to know. Good to know. I like uh, I like being able. I like having that. You know, quick, 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 quick. Think, 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 think. <laughs> you know, what I do like fifteen of them last time. Yeah, I think you did. Pretty, I think you did like pretty well and everything. Yeah, I definitely remember that. Oh yeah, it's been too long on that. All right, so going back to the events of the week, one of the biggest stories out of the week was from Wednesday, the end of NXT. You had the finals with the NXT Cruiserweight Championship, Drake Maverick versus El Hijo de Fantasma. Uh, again, Drake Maverick's WWE career was on the line. He didn't win the title, but in the end, he got his WWE life back with a contract. Kayla, what'd you, what, what was your reaction to all that? Um, first of all, I was, ex- I was going for Drake the whole time, um, cause I felt like he deserved a little bit more than what he was getting with WWE. Um, I did like when he was on Raw, when he, um, managed the AOP, um, I thought that was the greatest, um, thing for him. And, and then when he got released and he was going to compete in the tournament, I, a part of me wanted him to be champion so bad and um i was at work no actually yeah um i think i got sent home we got sent home maybe what wednesday we worked we we stood around for four hours we got sent home at eight and i didn't get a chance to see nxt until later through instagram and I saw that he didn't win, but I saw him signing a contract. And I guess just a part of me was just so excited. Like, I think, you know, he accomplished so much that, you know, hey, he deserved what he got. So either way, even he's not champion now, later down the line, I can definitely see Drake Maverick becoming a cruiserweight champion. Because if anybody right now that don't deserve to be in that spot is definitely him. Yeah, it was just, it was just so heartwarming to kind of ever see how much he proved and everything that he was still, he was worth keeping around. So I was like, so happy. Jolie. I am ecstatic that Drake is still staying around. Um, I felt that his storyline has progressed from being a running joke with the P gag with the big show before, what was that, before WrestleMania? Mm-hmm. And so it's like he went from that to, to this, and the fact that um, I honestly feel that this was not a work. I feel that this was honestly genuine because that video that he put out broke everybody's heart. Yeah. Pretty much. You know, even if you weren't the biggest Drake Maverick fan, you know, it's still you know, pulled at your heartstrings and it really made you feel for the dude. And so it's, it was, I'm just very happy that he's staying. I'm very happy that Triple H knows what that man is worth. And I think he will be utilized more in NXT. Um, I, I can't wait to see what they, they have in store for him. And in all honesty, you know, it, uh, he could have won the championship, but I think this whole thing gave him something more. I, I've seen more passion out of him now than when he was Rockstar Spud in TNA. 
<laughs> oh man, no, definitely for sure. And yeah, this definitely wasn't a work because I, some ran. I saw like a random video um, on uh, Twitter when he actually addressed the fact that in case anybody thought this was BS and everything like that, he actually had the envelope from uh, Stanford, Connecticut with his release papers in it. And he hadn't opened it yet because he already knew what it was. And this was like before the tournament was, this was, you could tell this was before the tournament was over. And he said, I'm not going to open it until it's over. And then I start to realize that the release is actually happening. So that alone, right. I mean, that alone right there, it's like, you, I mean, you knew this wasn't a work to begin with. At least some people didn't think it was. And that, that alone just approved it right there. So, but so happy he's staying. That was like that was like one of those things that made me cry, <laughs> made, made me get a little teary eyed and everything. But I was very happy for him, and definitely a lot of stuff to come down the road now. Think with Drake Maverick and NXT. So it is the right place for him. Alrighty. You so back to front. Me of? You know what that reminded what? me of when Tegan Knox had gotten injured. Against Rhea Ripley and Mia Yim had her match and she lost. And everybody kept chanting her name and they gave her the contract that night. Oh, yeah, they're like saying, Sign Mia, sign Mia. Yeah, I, I kind of had like that. Like, that's because you got that feel from the NXT crowd. Like, mm-hmm. they wanted him to stay. Like, yeah, like, like some of those like random people, I think even Adam Cole was for it. <laughs> so it's like it, it honestly makes you believe like the NXT isn't just the minor leagues anymore. And despite what yeah. the ratings say, so yeah, exactly. But no, it's like no, no minor leagues, my ass. No, it's like the legit third brand. So. Oh man, but good time, good times to come. All right, so back to Friday night. Uh, main event. I did not see this coming, honestly, because uh, I thought the Iconics were going to show up and cause a DQ so we can get a triple threat at uh, at Backlash. But Bailey, Sasha Banks pulled off the win. They're now two-time WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. And some were happy, some were not, Casey. <laughs> so, so actually, I'm going to go ahead and go to you first, buddy. So, what was your thoughts about the win, and where do you see the state of the women's tag team titles going now? Honestly, I was very unhappy about the win, because these two girls started running their mouths about, oh, well, if it wasn't for us, they, you know, you wouldn't even have these titles. Well, to be quite honest, you girls didn't do much with them. You know, I understand that uh, there's not many Iconic fans here. And, uh, you know, I enjoy the Iconics until they start yelling. And once they start yelling, they uh, they they kind of have this uh, tone to their voice that just doesn't, uh, doesn't sit well with me. <laughs> now, That's everybody. <laughs> Now, when it comes to uh, when it comes to Sasha and or uh, I'm sorry, uh, when it comes to Alexa and Nikki, I really enjoy their work, especially Nikki Cross. 
like she really really comes across as somebody that is just she's all about it and from what i hear from fan interactions with her and everything like that it is just you know she is just a joy and you know from all the things that alexis dealt with and overcame during the small course of her life you know she's uh you know she's a survivor to me so i really really enjoy their work and i think they're both insanely talented mm-hmm. now i enjoy bailey's work as well i think she's great but when it comes to bailey being a heel on the mic good lord does she need some work like like even on even on commentary she she's not good you know and i get it you know we all wanted bailey's heel turn and it was great to get it but honey you need a mouthpiece <laughs> that's uh that's about where i'm at on that one and it doesn't help that uh she interrupts uh sasha who actually is better on the mic so yeah that, that, well, is, that doesn't you know if your cousin snoop dog you better be good on the mic true uh, okay so now that sasha and bailey have the titles where do you see where do you see the title picture play how do you see the title picture playing out going forward um i think they're going to use some of their power backstage to keep the titles on them for a while but mm-hmm. i really would like to see uh i really would like to see a rematch with uh alexa and nikki and then i'd also like to see you know maybe like a you know Kyrie and oscar because I really enjoyed uh, Asuka being a, you know, two-belt champion. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know we have a Becky Two-Belts fan here, so I really enjoyed Asuka when she was uh, Asuka Two-Belt. Wait, when was she Asuka Two-Belt? Do what now? When was Asuka Two-Belt? When she had the, uh, didn't it... Uh, I, I thought she had the uh, the women's tag team championship for and the WWE uh, women's tag team championship for a while. Uh, no, no, she okay. no, she didn't she didn't win it. She didn't win it. So okay, well then I apologize for being you know uninformed on that one. But you're, you're I would human. love to see an Oscar two belts. <laughs> let's put it that way it's all good it's all good all righty okay so jolie so what'd you think about the win and where do you think to see the state of the women's tag team titles okay um one i'm okay with the win uh but i'm also not okay with the win i do love nikki and alexa as tag title or the the champs but i feel that this is redemption and retribution for the bullshit that alexa and ryan satin and their flunkies spewed after wrestlemania 35 saying that they were kicking and screaming hence the uh 
their antics, which I thought were absolutely brilliant. <laughs> um, honestly, I felt that the way that they, they uh, treated that whole situation was like brilliant. And I know Alexa has gone through a lot in her life, but so has Sasha. And the fact that, you know, how depressed she got and how bad everything got for her mentally, you know, her chronicle really opened my eyes to like everything that was happening. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm actually kind of ecstatic that they have the tag titles back. I am happy for Bailey two belts. Yes. A Becky fan is saying yes to Bailey two belts. Anybody that says different needs to just shut the fuck up. The jester (laughs) has spoken. Suck a dick. Okay. Um, so, Moving on to the second part of that question, the state of the women's division. Well, the state of the women's division is, it's when it comes to the tag titles, there are multiple things that they can do. One of them is possibly teaming up people that we, we wouldn't even think that they, they would team up. Maybe team up Natty and Shayna. Make them into a, a tag team. Um, you know, because Natty's been getting frustrated. She's been losing. She's been angry. And it, it all started with Shayna. So, like, you know, this would be a way to make... To bring out the vicious side that... I think Natalia played very well... Uh, at the start of her career, to be perfectly honest. Like, when she was that mean bitch. So, you, ha- you have that uh, angle. Uh... Bring Tamina over. You can start the Samoa Dynasty all over again, which I think would be great for her and Nia. Get Nia out of the women's title picture, you know? Mm-hmm. Give her two other people to hurt. Um, then you've got the wild card. You could bring up Io Shirai and have her team with Kyrie. So you'll have the um, Sky Princesses or Sky yeah, Pirates. Right. I'm sorry. Sky Pirates back, yeah. And then that way you have that fucking beautiful stable right there with Asuka, Kyrie, and Io just completely running shot on Raw. So, you know, there, there's... It's... it's and, and... I will say this about the Iconics. This is the one time that being a lesbian sucks because I don't want to hear them. They make me want to be straight every time they open their mouth and go, Iconic! Um, so, yeah, no, I would rather be straight than listen to that. Because um, do they do that in bed? Like, even, just the way that they add, it's like all these, these things. Like, I, I really want to uh, tweet Dillinger and be like, or Sean Spears, <laughs> you know, with your Tully underwear. Is she like that in bed? You know, does she go iconic when she comes? I don't know. Uh, oh, so it's, like, God. it's 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 just it's there's there's something about the the annoyance of it and all. Um, I mean, there's there are ways of doing things. The only thing that really sucks is that we were so close to having all four horsewomen having titles at the same time. I know people keep bringing that up. Fuck you, Seth, and your penis. I'll let the jester stew on that. 
Oh, what were you going to say, Casey? Oh, Lord. It's really bad when Jolie says that she would rather be straight. (laughs) Now, that's bad, bad there. Now, don't get me wrong. I 100% agree with you, Jolie, because, you know, it's like, the fuck? (laughs) Uh, Boss lady, what you got? I'm trying not to laugh, but, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, after Jolie has said the whole thing that she wants to message Son Spears and ask him if she goes, iconic, after she comes, kind of just made me die laughing. Um, <laughs> but no, um, funny thing about Bailey and Sasha winning. Um, as you all know, we have um, that Mark guy from Statement Games um, that joined the Everyday Fan Sports or whatever. He had messaged me personally, had said, um, "I'm looking forward to you know, you know, working with you all and you know help, help you all succeed." And the funny thing is, right then, I had this feeling pop in, and he says, "You have any major predictions?" happening and I said well when I get this good when I get a good vibe something's going to happen I call it he says well what are you calling I said we are going to crown new tag team champions tonight for the women he says all right we'll see about that well we waited and waited and finally I had just happened to look down at my phone I thought I was working on an article my mom was sitting there, and I heard the one, two, three. Here's your. W-. I was like, I looked. I looked at my mom. I said, I called it because <laughs> either way, I was happy either way to see them, you know, get that chance back. Maybe you know, get redemption. You know, maybe they can make it longer than is it forty nine days? I think forty something. Yeah. Yeah, forty. 49 days is what the shortest reign right now is. Um, But I do love Nikki and Alexa as a tag team. Um, I think um, Alexa has done a lot, you know, getting Nikki where she is, basically been working with her and stuff. Um, um, I'm going to agree with Jolie a little bit as far as, you know, maybe putting Io Shirai with Kyrie building that tag team. Um, putting Nia Jax back together to uh, with Tamina to give them a chance. Um, you know, help the division a little bit. Maybe you know, because right now to answer that question, honestly, the women's tag team division right now is kind of hurting a little bit. So um, there's possible chances of throwing stuff together. Um, the other day, uh, yesterday. I told my mom, I said, if the Iconics ever got the titles back, I would riot. But I told her, I think it was, I think I told you in the um, thing on Twitter, Kat. I don't know if Jolie saw it, but I said, I would rather see Sunny Kiss and, Penelope who did I say? Ford. Penelope Ford. Yeah, Sunny Kiss and Penelope Ford from AEW come up and get the tag team titles before the Iconics get it. That's how much I hate the Iconics. I'm sorry. Anybody who goes Iconic is not Iconic. So, um, 
But no, um, they definitely do need a little change up with the women's division because it is kind of, it's a little rocky right now. But um, I do have to admit, hang on, I do have to admit that I kind of like the um, tag team of Carmella and Dana Brooke. That was kind of a good tag team, you know, just to throw together a little bit. So, (laughs) Quick laughing, Casey. We know you're Dana fans. So um, I did kind of like that tag team if you just want to throw, you know, people together. So, um, yeah. (laughs) Let me throw two possibilities out there for y'all. Since the tag tag titles can be defended on any brand, how would y'all, I mean, we know that, uh, Naomi's kind of expressed this online and everything about her possibly teaming up with Bianca. They're on two different shows, but the tag titles can go anywhere. I mean, do any of y'all see that could possibly pull it out, pull that one out anywhere? Um. Well, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I just started thinking. Um, as far as Bianca and Naomi, mm-hmm. um, I've never really been a big fan of Bianca, but since she's came up, we haven't really. G- to see her wrestle like she did in NXT. I mean, great athletic, um, great wrestler. Um, I do like the, her style and stuff. Um, but as far as her and Naomi together, mm-hmm. I think that would actually be a one badass combination of a tag team. Because you see her abilities push Naomi's abilities. And then, you know, even if they wanted to mix up, like she might throw some of her husband's moves in there. You might throw Jimmy Uso's in there. So I think, you know, I think that would be a good tag team. I wouldn't mind seeing Naomi and Bianca Belair as a tag team. I think that would be really awesome. I, I need somebody to mix their, their themes together. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be so fucking fire right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Casey, what were you going to say? Well, I have to agree with Kayla on that one. And as much as I'm not a Bianca fan, I would think I think that uh, Bianca and Naomi would be awesome together because Naomi would be flying off the ropes while Bianca's kicking the shit out of somebody. Right. And then, right. Uh, yeah, I got one more there. You know what's bad when Joe Lee would rather listen to Brad Meltzer than listen to the Iconics. <laughs> And you know, I got nothing but love for you, Jolie, but <laughs> I got to give you shit, honey. <laughs> I would rather listen to Brian Alvarez get a colonoscopy than the Iconics. Oh, damn. Going way down and deep in there. <laughs> oh, that's a little technical. That's a little technical. Oh, man. <laughs> what, one, more, one more question on this topic before we, uh, before we get to the last thing and everything. Um, and I'll start with you, Jolie, on this. Do you see possibility for any NXT tag teams? Women-wise? Uh, possibly Women-wise. Raquel and Dakota would be an interesting one. And Shotzi and Tegan is another one. I think you know there, there's definitely the possibility of those teams popping on the radar, you know, I think it would be good for them. It would definitely get them more exposure. Um, and you can never have too many heel teams. And I think I love the dynamic between Raquel and Dakota. Uh, and, again, I love Shotzi with anybody. Shotzi is just fucking amazing. Hell, fuck it. Bring Shotzi up to be with Liv 
Liv, Liv Morgan. I think that would be a fucking awesome tag team. I don't care. Just or hell, put Shotzi with with Sonya. There you go. You got the daddy squad. <laughs> oh man! And, and now I'm gonna get a lesbian again. Mm. Yeah, you're a little all over the place tonight, honey. <laughs> Look oh man! Twitter pated. Yeah, right. <laughs> Kayla, any NXT possibilities? I could kind of see. I don't know, maybe like Shotzi Blackheart. I could see a Shotzi Blackheart and Liv Morgan, maybe. Uh-huh. Even though she's up on Raw doing her whatever she's doing up there, um, trying to find herself. I know, kind of part of me would like to see Mia Yim and uh, Io Sarai. I don't know why. Mm. I don't know. Anything's possible nowadays. <laughs> right. <laughs> Anything's possible. I mean, like I said, uh, one time we were talking about throwing tag teams together. Put Corey Graves and Michael Cole together. I don't know. I mean. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that would be horrible. <laughs> yeah. Casey? Well, I have to agree with Jolie. Honestly, uh, I'd love to see Shotzi Blackheart stuck with some Tegan Knox right there. Because... Those are going to be two really, really mean girls right there. And I I agree with uh, Kayla as well with the Liv Morgan, since they're, but since they're not on the same show. But, uh, yeah, I would love to see Shotzi Blackheart beat the hell out of anybody. <laughs> I love me some Shotzi Blackheart. Oh, man, yeah, she's, like def- she's definitely come up a long way and everything, so... Oh, I know. I know she's definitely have a lot of potential going forward. I mean, if if you, I mean, I'm not a big fan of their antics and everything, but I can definitely see Dakota Kai and Raquel um, Gonzalez going on a possible title run of their own and everything, and actually bringing the titles to NXT. So um, it hasn't happened yet, and I know it's going to happen eventually because, as they say, it can be dependent on all brands, and so they got to bring a. Uh, an NXT title tag team in it eventually. Well, All right. You so, never say never in the WWE. Right? Sheesh. Okay. So the bad the bad news flip side of Sasha and Bailey winning the tag titles is their feud. The the pending feud. We know it's coming. Writing's on the walls. It's like people have been waiting. Kayla, what does this? What are the tag titles now? Like, how does this play out with their pending feud? It's kind of tricky. Like, if you're going to have them as a tag team with the titles, I couldn't really see them turning on each other unless I'm going to put the men here a little bit, unless you decide to do what Dean Ambrose did when he and Seth had won the titles where he turned on them. Um, I don't see them turning on each other, but if Bailey does another thing that she did Friday night, basically Sasha had the win, throw her out of the ring and like, get out, get out, get out. 
that could be another turn of maybe Sasha might turn on Bailey. Just say, here, take the titles. I don't want them or whatever. Um, no, right now, or they could lose the titles to somebody unexpected, like the Iconics or somebody. <laughs> but um, as far as the feud goes, it could go either way. Like I said, I don't know if they would have them turn on each other as tag team or after the tag team loss. But um, right now, the feud is kind of interesting. It's kind of up in the air a little bit. Because it has you guessing, like, you know, because many months we've like, she's going to turn. She's going to turn. No, she didn't. So now it's just one of those up in the air things right now. So um, I guess we got to wait a little bit longer for that divorce. Mm-hmm. It's like, stop. It's like, it's like Jolie said, it's like I'm salivating over here. It's just like waiting for it to happen. It's like, I don't like anybody splitting up, but it's like, you want to see this matchup eventually. Jolie, how does this play out? Um, I've actually been thinking about this, and I kind of started thinking about it when Charlotte kind of got involved with it, and it's like I'm wondering if they once again postponed the divorce because of Becky. Like, you know, I had that theory that when the horsewomen, like, one set can't be feuding while the other set is feuding. So it's like, I kind of, I don't know. I, I just mm-hmm. I just feel like that everything kind of got um, blowed the fuck up when uh, Becky uh, decided to, to do what she's doing. And again, I respect the hell out of her for what she's doing. And I know she's going to do everything in her power to get back. I mean, she did a dead boys fitness thing today that, you know... For um, I forget what it was for. I think it was uh to honor George uh, George Floyd. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I can't I can't wait till she gets back because you know she's gonna keep doing what she's doing until the last day that she can. But I just feel that there's just something. There's a reason why this keeps getting delayed, and I'm just wondering if that could have been a reason. But when it does happen. Again, like I said, salivating. I can't wait for them to to snap on each other. And, you know, I could see it like, no, I want the pin. 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 Well, I want to be two belts now. So, (laughs) um, I I don't know if they they, they pull a a Seth and Dean a la Romans stepping down for leukemia or... Do they lose to some random team like the Iconics? <laughs> Sorry, I felt like I was going to throw up there. Um, I mean, I thought they were repackaging them. I thought so, too. All they did was make them more annoying. So it's like, why? I mean, hell, they were teasing a feud with the, between those two. It's like, what the hell's going on? I'm confused. Yeah, because uh, it's like, yeah. I was like, wait, she slapped her, but what? Huh? I'm oh not my even... god, I'm so sorry. 
I was like, what the fuck? <sighs> but, um, yeah, it's like, so, either they lose to some random team, and then Sasha just finally fucking snaps, or Bailey does something stupid and Sasha snaps, or Bailey snaps. So... But I obviously feel that it's going to be Sasha that does the snapping because Charlotte's right. Charlotte was right. Like, you know, why are you going to let her to keep talking for you? Mm-hmm. You're the boss. Act like it. Yeah, it's like, where's the it's like, where's the boss? And besides, it's like Bailey's been pulling like one underhanded thing after another. And it's just like enough's already. The boss got neutered. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Casey, jump in here, man. All right. Now, what I think is going to end up happening is there's going to be a rift between the two, and Sasha is going to take both of the tag title belts so she could be Sasha two belts. And uh, I honestly, <laughs> I think that's what's going to happen. Because she's going to have one to swing and one to wear. <sighs> That's my personal opinion. Now, I, I'm i not sure how the rift is going to happen, but it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, she's going to wind up as Sasha two belts, but she's going to be carrying both the uh, tag team titles. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's... I think back to Friday. Uh, I think back to uh, Friday night and everything. Like Bailey, like mocking, like holding to, holding the belt. I'm like, oh, these are so heavy. Crazy. <laughs> oh my god. Well, what's really funny to me is if you notice the uh, the belts have been changed. They still have the snaps on them, but now there's Velcro on the back of the belts instead of being snaps. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, yeah. Take a yeah. Keep an eye on the belts when you see them, and there's Velcro back there. Because okay. if you notice the way the uh, the back end waist strap is worn now, it's uh, it's just stuck together instead of being you know stuck together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. That's a that's a that's a very good observation there, sir. He's actually well, right with that because if you remember back at Money in the Bank, yeah, when Morrison came down with the titles, you heard Velcro rip when he fell down. Oh, uh, so they must be doing that now on all the titles or, mm-hmm. or yeah, close to doing that. Yeah, because when he came down, you heard the like how Velcro rips. So, yeah. All righty. You know what I, um, you know what I, we haven't brought this up, and I'm pulling this last minute, and so I forgot there's one thing we have not predicted at all, and next Friday is the finals for the Intercontinental Title. I totally forgot we have not predicted that match at all, so I'm throwing a last minute one at y'all. So. Let's see. Jolie. 
AJ, Daniel Bryan. Ooh, AJ versus Daniel. Honestly, I don't care who wins because as a fan of both men, the fans win. So I'm just saying that whoever wins is deserving of the title. I kind of hope AJ gets it because he's never won the title. Mm-hmm. But again, I love Daniel, so I'm going to go with the old uh, Road to El Dorado gif. Both? Both? Both is good. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, ha- I'm happy with whoever wins that title because of the fact that both men are deserving and both men will elevate the title and hopefully once COVID is, you know, a little bit safer for Sami Zayn to come back, the feud with either one of those, because they'll say, I never dropped the title, that's still my title. Mm-hmm. Either feud with Brian or with AJ is going to be just out of phenomenal. It's going to be phenomenal. <laughs> okay, so Jolie's 50-50. Uh-oh. Casey. Now, first of all, I have to agree with Joe Lee because as a fan, that match is going to be insane Mm -hmm. because both of those men are extremely talented. You know, I love AJ Styles because of the stuff he's done in TNA and ROH and NJPW and all of that stuff like that. But then... I have to go back and think about Daniel Bryan and how much I love Daniel Bryan because he was trained by one of my all-time favorite wrestlers, the old HBK. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels, he was, you know, he was the top of my list when I was a little kid, you know, 10, 11 years old. That was the, you know, he was the guy I wanted to be because, uh, you know, he was, you know, Sucking gas and hauling ass and kicking ass and taking names. (laughs) But once again, once I found out about AJ Styles, it's like, oh, wow, I've been missing out on a whole bunch of shit right here. (laughs) So, you know, like Jolie said, as uh, (laughs) we all win as fans, Mm -hmm. but uh, I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it go to AJ. And uh, that being said, the only reason I want to see it go to AJ is because AJ is getting closer to the end of his career than Brian is. So, you know, and, you know, he's got a, he's got a few more, uh, he's got a few more younglings than Brian does. So AJ will be, uh, AJ will be hanging up the boots before Brian does. And I like to see AJ win that title just because of that reason. So he gets to check, you know, one more off of his list. Yeah, I mean, looking at this matchup, this matchup's going to be incredible. They're both going to go at it. This is going to be like one, even though it's going to be just on a SmackDown and everything, it's going to be a match of the year candidate for sure. Um, Oh, yeah. Because Daniel Bryan's looking to go more part-time and everything, uh, yeah, I, I definitely see AJ 
taking the title because I, I mean, him coming over to SmackDown to participate in the tournament and then lose, I don't see it happening. <sighs> well, especially after Gallows and Anderson left too, you know, yeah. AJ's got to have a little bump on the back, you know, you know, you gotta, you gotta make him, uh, gotta make him interested still. Yeah, definitely. All right, Kayla, what do you got? Um, first of all, I'm gonna say um, I'm a big fan of Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. Um, I'm very glad that Daniel Bryan has brought back the whole yes movement and getting involved with the fans because the um, eco-friendly champion was not cutting it. The burlap sap championship wasn't cutting it. So, um, I'm glad that he's finally got to brought the yes movement back interacting with the fans. Um, very well deserving if he wins the title. Um, AJ definitely deserves it a well cause he's accomplished a lot. He has not had the title. Um, so either way, I'm going to agree with Casey and Jolie on this because, you know, either way I'd be happy. I mean, I'm, if AJ wins, great. Daniel wins. Great. Um, but as far as AJ, um, he has stated multiple times that he does not want to be in WWE very much longer because he doesn't like missing his kids' soccer games and all that stuff. Wants to see his kids grow up. Um, so with that being true, I'd be happy with either one, but a part of me really wants it to be AJ Styles. So AJ. Um, given the Styles clash and make him tap out to the cab crusher, <laughs> or put him in the le- yes lock, make him tap out to his own submission move. <laughs> oh, slap in the face! Hey, Kayla hey, going sideways. Hey, it happens all the time. <laughs> You're not. No, you got to remember that it was uh, it's the LaBelle lock as well. The yes lock and the the label lock are the same lock, but uh, he just happened to change here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, getting a little technical here. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on, you you can't have the resident historian on and uh, not have some fucking history going on. You don't want you know that. All right, you two, calm down. <laughs> Oh, either way you slice it, it's going to be a hell of a match on Friday, and we cannot wait. Oh, man. All right, so that's all we have for this week's episode of The Queen's Takeover. Next week, someone's getting thrown back in the gesture share. It's been too long since we've had that. But that's all we have for this week. Thank you, Sebastian, for being on. Casey, it's always a pleasure having you, sir. Well, thank you very much for having me on again. I appreciate it. I enjoyed it. All right. Cool, man. All right. Well, that's all we have. Thank you so much uh, for joining us on this episode of The Queen's Takeover. And tune in uh, next time as The Takeover continues. Y'all have a good one. Bye.